Hill by Got a Mac, podcast episode number 125. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. And we are here each and every week to share our thoughts, our feelings, our opinions about the world of Apple and its computing devices, whether they be mobile, portable, helping you learn how to switch your life over from bad technology over to totally cool technology, otherwise windows over to the mac but also my friends we're here to tell you when apple totally stinks from time to time and i want to tell you uh chris it takes a lot for me to create um a a video review of a product and or service that is negative in nature now, obviously, yeah. I can come into a podcast and I can complain. I think the most negative <laughs> I've been uh, is, you know, I've complained about AT&T service in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I complained about, you know, my iPhone drop calls and stuff. I think, I, you know, I was I was frustrated when I first bought my Mac and I couldn't figure out why on earth did, you know, why do they have to go and use the control or command instead of the control? Why can't we just have it? you know, our way. And of course I I adjusted over time and I I was frustrated with a lot of things I didn't know how to do. And, and, and I understand it stood a lot of that was just, you know, a, a learning curve that was necessary for me to be able to uh, get over and get used to having a Mac computer. But recently I had a major issue with Apple what happened? Well, you've seen the video, I'm sure, by now, haven't you? Yeah. I See, I, I was trying to help your segue. Oh, well, I was thinking that you would jump in <laughs> to say, yeah, I saw your I'm video. A, I'm, a, I'm a professional. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Um, so far, 200 people have seen my video. Now, I, it, it takes a lot for me to put out a negative experience online because I, I try to pride myself on bringing encouraging, uplifting, and inspiring feedback. Uh, and 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 in content, but I was so upset about my experience at the Apple Store that I actually went to YouTube and threw up threw it up there online. Uh, so basically, I will post a link to the video in in the show notes if anybody's interested in seeing it. But here's the deal: there were two there were two issues that happened at the Apple Store. One is what really kind of just got under my skin and it was the the way that my wife was spoken to by one of the employees which honestly I don't think Apple as a company has anything to do with I mean this is the the just one representative but it but it does go along with I think some of the ways that they're trained such as and it's like listen this is not under warranty but I can do you a favor it I I've oftentimes heard and experienced you know, that that's the philosophy. It's like, yeah, technically this isn't covered, but I'll do you a favor. But this guy's personality was a little bit off. I mean, his was, you know, 
you got to understand, I'm really doing you a favor. I mean, like, you totally owe me. I mean, like, if yeah. you didn't have three kids already, I I should probably get your first born. I mean, that's how much you owe me. Uh, and he lectured my wife. But anyway, I'm not going to go on and on about that. That I, I did go on and on about that in my video, which, by the way, right. I sent to the uh, vice president of retail Apple stores. Ron, Ron Johnson. Exactly. So I sent that over to Ron and see if he'll... He'll pick up on that. I, I, I'm, and by the way, I did not mention this guy's name. I do know his name, uh, but I didn't mention his name. I don't want to get the guy fired, but hopefully it'll just shake some things up and people will understand. It's like, listen, you don't talk to clients that or customers that way, especially not in an Apple store. And what's weird, yeah, exactly. what's weird is I walked away with a whole lot more than I even wanted. And, and, uh, but I was, I was made to feel really bad about it. But here's, here's my issue. My major issue with Apple is these liquid sensors in the phones. What do you know about this, Chris? Uh, I know that every phone, uh, cell phone that I've ever owned, has had liquid sensors, um, typically underneath the battery. Uh, like, let's say a razor, you take off the back cover, you take off the battery, and there's a little white dot. And um, that dot will turn pink when it gets in contact with moisture, typically when you drop it in a toilet or something. Sure. But... Uh, as of late, there's been issues with these moisture sensors being tripped off by humidity. Just like, you know, Cincinnati here, we have really high humidity during the Fair. summer, and people have been saying those get tripped up by that. Yeah, well, here's, so, the, here's the situation. Or if you're in the shower and you have your iPhone in, you know, near the shower or, or in your bathroom or something while you're, you know, while steam is happening. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like, <coughs> but, but that's not enough to really short circuit, short circuit and cause problems with your phone. Now, if I, I can totally understand Apple's policy that if this little liquid strip has turned pink or whatever the case may be, uh, if this thing <laughs> has been tripped in the event that you have uh, a phone that is dead, that is not working, it's not syncing, there's some kind of electronical issue in the event that you bring a phone that's dead or not functioning in that way that would likely be due as a result of... Um, moisture issues coming in contact with the phone then certainly void warranty i understand i mean i don't know what anybody on earth can do about humidity in cincinnati i don't think humidity in cincinnati however is going to cause my phone to not work however humidity and humidity in cincinnati is likely i guess to trip this thing so i think it's a little bit too sensitive I think they need to get some new paper strips. I don't know what the case is, but it's ridiculous. Here's what we did. We went into the Apple store with our iPhone, with my wife's iPhone, because it had dust underneath the screen and it was still within its first year. All right. And I only I would have never thought that, you know, they would do anything about dust under the screen, except for the fact that they actually replaced the screen on my 3G about a year and a half ago. So I knew that they would they would take care of it. So we went in fully expecting that they would take care of it. The guy was started out pretty being pretty nice. Uh, he said, I noticed that the phone's been dropped. There's some cracking right here at the corner. And this is how the dust is getting up under there. And I'm like, oh, man. OK, I understand. And he said, there he goes. Now, I probably shouldn't fix this because that's, you know, not manufacturer defect. But the thing is, if I do replace it, 
it will get dust. It's just going to get dust under the new screen. I said, what if we got a case? Would that keep it from getting under there? I mean, I'd be willing to buy my wife a case. She's bought one in the past, but she got one of those rubberized ones. that has a hard time getting it in and out of her pocket, but they've got the new metal cases. I'll buy her a case. He goes, okay, I'll go ahead and get you a new, a new screen. So he's already promised me a new screen, right? Yeah. Now, so, hey, real quick. What, what color, what color phone does she have like on the back? She's got a white one. Okay. The white is known to crack anyway on the back. Oh, especially around the corners. Yeah, that's where it is. That's that's been a, a common problem with the with the iPhone uh, 3GS white is is cracking around the corners. So, uh, yeah, OK, you didn't know that. So I like like if someone would have said that to me, I would have jumped down their throat. Yeah, well, so here's here's the situation. Uh, so he's already promised us that he's going to replace the screen. All right. This, this is a done deal. All right. He's already viewed, saw that it's under warranty. Everything's good uh, or that it's still under, you know, under covered under Apple care under the first year. So everything's still all good. He goes to the place where all Apple employees go, wherever they whatever they do behind the white door. Um, I I used to work behind the white door. I know. I know. Although I've learned in the Apple store that the white the white door in the back of the store is just a farce that it's all over to the left. I know their secrets now. <coughs> it is. It's all you turn and you turn left. Exactly. So um, basically what would happen, what happened here is he goes behind the, the door and he's looking at the sensor. He, he goes to check the sensor, the, the liquid sensor to see if it's been tripped. And sure enough, it's been tripped. So he comes back in, comes back out with a phone that's turned on fully functioning, no electronical damage whatsoever, and tells us the phone's out of warranty. Be, uh, the warranty is void because the liquid sensor has been tripped. Which one was tripped? You know, it was the headphone sensor. Or was it the one at the bottom? The one at the bottom. That's the one that's closest to the world. You know, I mean, the, the yep. headphone jack's pretty far down. The one that's underneath the uh, the dock connector is the one that that uh, is most easily tripped. Because think about it. Let's say your phone, you had your phone in the car and it was hot, and you have your iPhone cable and your air conditioning. You plug those two together. You know, you could get condensation and stuff like that. So it's there, yeah, I, the, 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 there's a major problem with that moisture sensor. Yeah. So anyway, he tells me that it's void. And then um, he says, do you have kids? Maybe they've been sucking on the bottom of it. And I said, well, there's our 10 year old. <laughs> there's our eight year old. There's our five year old. It's not been a chew toy. He, yeah, exactly. and, he, and, he, and he points to the cracks and says, you know, this crack, it's been dropped a couple times, hasn't it? And so she says, I'm not going to lie. I've dropped my phone before. He goes, and then he he shakes the phone and says, this is a $600 piece of electronics here and starts to lecture my wife. But the lecturing my wife, I don't, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here about the white, sen- the, the tr- liquid sensor. It's ridiculous. The phone, he, he tells me that the phone, and I, so basically I just went off on him. And, and, and finally, I just had, had to say, listen, okay, I'm going to just put it out on the table here. I, I wasn't planning, I, I wouldn't normally pull this out, but listen, I've got five iPhones. All right, go look in your system. I got five iPhones. I have three Macs and I have a podcast with thousands of subscribers who listen to me. I have a hundred, well over a hundred episodes. I do an episode every week and I've probably sold more Macs than you have. Is there anything? You said that? Yes. Nice. And I said, is there anything you can do for me? And he says, let me let me see what I can do. And and he, he so he comes back. He says, I'll go ahead and, and, and he brings me out. He brings me out 
a a brand new iPhone 3G. And he says, now listen, I'm going to do this for you, but I'm doing and is that I'm doing you a huge favor speech. And yeah. and he says, but here's the deal though. This liquid I'm going to put a note in the system that says your liquid sensor had been tripped and I replaced the phone. This means that you will never ever be able to have a phone that has a tripped liquid sensor sensor ever replaced again and then he says that includes your phone and he points to my iphone 4 your brand new iphone 4 if it has a tripped liquid sensor there is absolutely no way it will ever get replaced if i do this and i'm like dude my phone's not getting wet my wife's phone has not been wet you know whatever just you know i i don't even want the, i don't even want a new phone i just want a new screen because i'm just going to get you a new phone and when in doubt just stop you know what i do i would have stopped right there but like look let me talk to your manager yeah well, anyway, I, I, I think I probably did talk to his manager, to be honest with you. If you see the YouTube video, uh, it, it's getting it's making its rounds. Other people are blogging about it, reblogging it and everything else. And uh, like I said, it, it's it's been off to Ron Johnson. So but but it was a bad experience. And, and I wanted to share that because I share so much of the awesomeness of Apple. And and if anybody ever calls me an Apple fanboy, they're they, they're just dead wrong. Um, when Apple does something wrong, oh, and one other time Apple did something wrong is rejecting my up, well, my original iPhone application, which they later approved like three months later, uh, and then rejecting my version 2.0 for the same reason that they rejected the first one. And, and now there's applications that do well more than what mine version 2.0 does. And it's still just sitting there. So anyway, when Apple does something wrong, I want the world to know. And I believe that and as far as Apple didn't do anything wrong with the with the guy and his attitude and the lecture to my wife that he gave, uh, that's not Apple's fault. That's the guy's fault. I understand that. But I believe Apple is completely wrong <coughs> with their little pink white strips that's underneath the dock connector where a little condensation or moisture or humidity or sweat, you know, when the po- your your pocket it's inside of your pocket and might get a little sweat on your leg or something like that. And it just trips that little sensor and obviously not doing anything to damage the electronics of your phone. Ridiculous. And I think Apple should have to do something about these little sensors. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done ranting now. What do you have as far as news there, Chris? It makes you feel anybody. They've been sued over the, the moisture sensors. So that's good. Well, I'll tell you what, if I ever, if I ever have an issue with my iPhone four, and it has, you know, an issue and the phone's working and it's and it's obviously not water damage. And they tell me my liquid sensors drip, buddy, watch out because <laughs> because I'll tell you what, I, it takes a lot to make me upset. But by golly, watch out is all I've got to say, because yeah. I will go off. I will Sweet. go off. All right, go ahead. Chris, what do you got, man? <laughs> well, I was in the iPhone line last week, so I apologize not calling in. It was uh, mass uh, pandemonium. It was super fun, though. Mass pandemonium. How 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 long did you wait in line? <laughs> I got there about four thirty a.m. and we were <laughs> the security guard told us to get into a single file line outside, and we all started laughing at him. Yeah. Uh, so he just let the doors open after he was humiliated. Um, <laughs> then it was formed in two lines, the unwashed masses and then those who reserved. The unwashed masses line stretched throughout the whole mall. Hundreds of people in line. That's awesome. uh, The reservation line stretched <clears throat> stretched all the way back to uh, one end of the mall. 
but I was kind of towards the front. So I was, I was out the door, you know, the doors open at seven. I was out the door by quarter to eight. So not too long. That's not, that's not bad. Now, did you uh, get to meet my friends, uh, Trisha and Jeremy? They were there since one o'clock in the morning. Uh, I may have, someone did come up uh, for a second and talk to me, but uh, I was actually in the middle of talking to uh, one of the, 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 actually the big, the big store manager at Apple. So Mm -hmm. I didn't get a real chance to talk to her. I said hi, and that was about it. But I believe it was her because someone came up to me yeah. uh, from GSPN and said hi. Yeah, that was yeah. That Jeremy, uh, her husband's in the chat room. He says, "Yeah, that was Trisha." Okay, I I, I, I kind of felt like I accidentally may have blown him off. I apologize. Um, I was just kind of talking shop with Bill, and I I'm sorry. But uh, anyway, we got a line, and uh, <clears throat> it was a great experience. We went up, you know the the. Max specialist, you know, shakes everybody's hand and this, that, and the other, and then they lead you into the store, and uh, you know, they say, you know, which, which one did you get? You know, I got it, and they said, you know, these are our accessories if you need anything, and I grabbed a bumper case, and then um, we went to a corner of the store and, and did the activation. He let me hook it up to my laptop to do the activation, and that was painless. I mean, that was done instantly. Yeah, it, it was. It was a really, really good process. I, I was. I walked away from that, you know, pl- pleasantly surprised. They had. Uh, people from AT&T there in case any problems happen and the train people on, on the phones and services and stuff. But it was, it was good. It was good. And then I've, I've since held my iPhone like it was a child. Nice. I love it. I love everything about it. I'll tell you what, before the iPhone four came out, um, and I had my iPad and I'm saying, you know, man, all I need is a little portable Wi-Fi device that take my iPad with me because that that's, I mean, once I have that, that's all I need. And, uh, you know, and, and I explained all the reasons why I changed my mind. I wanted the iPhone 4 and I love my iPhone 4. I mean, it, it I mean, it, it it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen me? I've been doing, I've been going YouTube crazy. I, I haven't done that yet. I'm I not have. a pretty man, so. Well, I'm not either, but, uh, but. You've gotten <laughs> over that though. Oh yeah. I'm totally over that. But uh, I, I just haven't had any interesting to, to shoot yet. So, well, I'll tell you what, the camera on this phone is out of this world. Even, even in like the, I think it only does like 540 or something like that, 540p if you upload from the phone via Wi Fi. Even yeah. with no editing, it's just, it's just beautiful. It's just it's a, gorgeous it's awesome, video. Yes, I love it. Um, the feeling of the phone, the contour of the phone, just the, it just, looks beautiful feels beautiful uh and it's and it's snappy and stuff like that now i will say this i still and you and i are are different on this no it's not that we disagree but we're just different our opinions are different i still cannot browse the web on that little tiny screen never have been able to browse the web on the phone i mean if i need something yes i'll go look for it like if if i desperately am (laughs) looking for some information the phone is great it's there but I would never in a million years casually browse the web on this phone. I do all the time. That's crazy. I love it. Seriously. I mean, it's, it just blows my I can my read mind. a whole page without even zooming in. Yeah. I, do you turn it sideways? No. No? No. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes it, I do. But maybe most it's of the time I'm, it's straight up and down. Maybe it's because I'm, <laughs> I'm blind. I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I just can't see. I haven't got my glasses, and I haven't updated my glasses in like four or five years. So I take my glasses out, like, at, or my contacts out at night. And I, you know, I can hold the phone closer to me. 
<laughs> I hold it too close with my glass with my contacts in. I, I can't see. See, it I casually I casually browse the web more on my iPad than I do on my desktop, my 27 inch iMac. I don't have an, an iPod, an iPad yet. So, well, I, I, but I'm just saying though, <laughs> just to, just to say how much I love browsing on the, on the iPad, I browse casually more on the iPad than I do on my desktop. Now I'm on the web all day, but it's all work related. Yeah. And, and stuff, but it's, but casually I've, I've had an iPhone with the ability to browse the web forever. And yes, this is snappier, faster, all that stuff. But the screen size still has not improved enough. And in fact, even still today, it, it's got really awesome graphics and stuff like that. Even still today, in, unless it's for the iPad, I'm not buying any more games. I buy a ton of games. Yeah. I actually, I bought, uh, I'll do a mini review of a game real quick. Yeah. Um, I got a game called Carcassonne. I think that's how you pronounce it. Okay. And, uh, it's a game that was developed in Germany. It's like a board game. It's super fun, and it's been all uh, bumped up for the for the new phones screen and stuff. It looks beautiful. It looks like it. The, the screen is so good when things are actually made for it. It looks fake. It looks like it's just not ever, ever really happening in front of you, and that's one of those things. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a cold. No and uh, yeah, it's a great game. It's like five bucks. Super fun to play. Perfect for that screen size. Um, I would recommend getting it. Carcassonne. Carcassonne. Yes. Very cool. And I'll tell you what, since we're doing app reviews, and I probably will eventually get around to doing, I'm, or let's just say I may get around to doing a YouTube video on this, but it will be shot with my Kodak ZI8 so I can show the iPhone 4 in action. I, I want to tell you, Jot, Jot Not Pro, J-O-T-N-O-T-P-R-O. It is a scanning application, and I went ahead and I got the the paid version of it. Uh, but anyway, I could take any letter size document and mm. and I can open this up. And with the camera of the iPhone four, I can take a photo of that eight, you know, full sized document. And then what it does is it does its magic and you can actually make sh- you can stretch it out to make sure it's, you know, what it say exactly where are the corners and edges of the document so that it'll crop it and it'll, you know, if, if maybe the angle is off a little bit, it'll stretch it out so that the, that the resulting PDF of this is exactly the aspect ratio of a letter size page. And it saves it as a PDF that you can then email. So when I get somebody that sends me a PDF and I need to sign this contract, I can, and then scan it and send it back. All I do is I can take photo. I can use this little jot knot, and it will create a multi-page even PDF document. And I will tell you when you look at it, even though I'm taking the photo at about you know two foot you know two foot off of the ground or about a foot to a foot and a half off the uh, off the uh, document, the clarity of everything that's there is out of this world. And I think there's the ability to send it to to Google Docs and all the other stuff, and it'll do OC, you know, your optical character recognition, and it's amazing. So that's awesome. It it is so cool for me. I I will tell you, I am going to scan all of my document when somebody tells me to sign and scan it and send it back to them. That's what I'm going to use from now on. Very cool. And it's Jot Not Pro, and I'll put a Sweet. link to that in the show notes. All right, what awesome. else you got for me, man? Well, uh, I got a couple. Uh, I got a product in for a quick review, 
And uh, it's from a company called Rapsol, W-R-A-P-S-O-L.com. And they make uh, full body uh, screen covers. Right. Kind of like uh, Zag Invis- Invisible Shield and stuff like that. Well, <clears throat> they sent me two of them. Unfortunately, I'm not going to, don't, I don't have any more to send back to you, Cliff, because I had to use both of them. Why is that? Uh, <laughs> because putting these on is next to impossible. Uh, I had a really hard time with it. And uh, the first one I put on had, had this cloudiness to it, uh, like because some of them got stuck together in shipping. Yeah. So I took, you know, I, took, I took that one off and set it aside, opened up the brand new box of the other one. Same problem. They were both stuck together and uh, put this real cloudiness over it. And um, I mean, other than that, it seems like it'd be a nice product if the quality control would get, would get a little bit better. And uh, I sent them a note about it. I'm not sure what they're going to do to rectify the problem. I obviously didn't pay for these. They sent them to me as a review. Right now, I, I can't recommend anybody buying them. Right. Uh, and they're expensive the $30 a pack. Wow. And, yeah. How many come and, in a pack? One. Huh? One and done, my friend. Yeah. You get okay. the front, back, and sides. And if you mess up, they'll they'll send you a replacement but you know i like um pow, power supply i think is what it's called has one called crystal shield and those aren't out yet and that's the one i really really want to get my hands on um i've also been searching on the net it seems like they did have some quality control issues in this first batch that i got that seems like they may have fixed it in this next batch but i don't know man um i sent them an email if they send me another one to try out i'll, I'll put it back on but right now it's a i took all of it back off i still just, i'm just using my bumper case right now um but i really want to get uh, screen protectors from the front and back just to keep the scratches to a minimum hmm. <clears throat> very interesting Because even though they say scratch resistant i've scratched my iphone screen before right well i'll tell you i have a thumbs down kind of a bummer because yeah. i was really looking forward to getting these I'll tell you what, uh, I had my, I had, set, I was driving last night and I had set my iPhone between my legs as I was driving. And right as I got out of the car, I forgot that it was there and my phone took its first tumble towards the ground last night. Oh and, no. Do you have um, a case or anything on it? No, no bumper case, no anything because they didn't have any at the store when I went. And, uh, how did too? Uh, and by the way, it was on a, it, it landed on concrete there is a little bit of a, I can just feel it if I rub my finger over the edge of, of the bottom of the case and I can see a little bit of a scratch on the back. Oh no. Yeah. Just a, it's just a actually one, two, three little scratches. No, one, two, three, four little scratches on the back. That's that depressing. And I'll tell you what would be very depressing is if it was a scratch on my camera lens, but I'm inspecting that and the camera the camera lens looks completely unscathed. So anyway, yeah, yeah I, people I, I, have been poo pooing the bumper case. I think it's just enough protection. Yeah, you know, like if I, if you dropped it on on like blacktop and there was a big rock, you know, it's not going to protect it from that. But I would think a majority of your of your drops, like on concrete and stuff like that, the bumper case is going to probably be just enough to protect it. Yeah, I think that um, had I had a bumper case, what I what little bit I have on here would certainly have protected it. And it just frustrates me because I was at <coughs> I was at the Apple Store, as previously mentioned, and they just don't have any. And it's like, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, but yeah, I definitely want to get a bumper case for it. Sounds good. So I would get one. Yeah. 
So anyway, let's uh, talk a little bit more about some other things. What I have a thing that's happened here. I recently had an update where um, that came through on my Mac. I don't whatever security update, and I I just told it to install everything. Now my MP3 files no longer will show my my album artwork in the thumbnails. Yes, it's a known bug. Um, I can actually give you the bug number if you want it. Um, I have to dig it back up, but a bug has been filed. Apple is aware of the issue. Uh, it happened during the 9.2 update, is what they're saying, that uh, you lose thumbnails uh, for some MP3s and stuff. So they're they're working on fixing that because the, the, the image is still in there. It's just for whatever reason, yeah. the system's not recognizing it uh, on Finder. So it's, it's, re- it's a known issue, and Apple is aware of it. Good. I am very. I am very glad to hear that. So no, I, I don't mind them having an issue every t- now and then, uh, and, and it's and, it, and uh, the fact that they're aware of it and that they probably have plans to figure that out and fix it in the next release. That that's great. But I tell you, it is kind of frustrating because I have you know you know I process a lot of files and I can tell whether or not a file has been processed on whether or not it's been tagged. And now my tagged and untagged files visually look identical to each yeah. other. And it's like, yeah, it oh, did. have I done this one or not? And and it's really throwing me for a loop over here. So anyway. I, under, I understand. All right. Um, and then, of course, I, I mentioned this on Podcast Answer Man. And I f- we figured this out thanks to my lovely chat room, the gspn.tv community. But uh, whenever you stick a USB drive, uh, an, an SD card or any kind of portable media storage device at all to your Mac and you open it up in the Finder and you you drag and drop things over to your desktop, it copies them. Now, if you go in and you delete those files off of that device by you know highlighting and then sending them to your trash or hitting Command-Delete, uh, what happens is it removes them theoretically, from that drive. Although, all traces as far as its naming and everything like that, they don't show up. If you plug, if you take that SD card out and then put it back in your, let's say, your portable digital recorder, it doesn't show that they're, that they're, those <coughs> files are there anymore. But as far as all the space that those files took up on the card, that has not been cleared away because there's this, I guess, an invisible recycle bin on the card itself. Kind of, uh, and you em- you you empty the recycle bin? No, see that's the thing. That's uh, what. I, okay, the, yeah. The Mac OS just marks those files for deletion. They're not really gone. It marks them for deletion. They're not really gone. Although when you look at the card in whatever device, they appear to be gone. Yeah, because not. it makes them invisible. It makes them invisible. So this and my this Apple, I hate this because it, here's the situation in my recycle bin. I have tons of files in my recycle bin that need, you know, that should be deleted. But I, I just don't delete that every single day. Cause there, sometimes I just highlight, I mean, like for example, right now I've got 35, uh, voicemail messages that'll be played either, either played in today's shows or will be marked, you know, th- to be put off till later. But anything that gets played, I'm just going to send to the recycle bin. But occasionally I'll accidentally, uh, send something to the recycle bin because I just did a whole scan and grouped up a bunch of icons. And so I, I sometimes I just leave those in there unless I'm hurting for space. Then I go in and empty the recycle bin. So I don't want to re- empty the recycle bin every time I quote unquote 
want to mark some things for deletion on a SD card. So there are, yeah, there's a way to, I thought there was a way to like permanently delete it. Well, here's what I found. Uh, thanks to the, again, to the chat room is that there are a couple options. Um, well, the, the option that they gave me is uh, the first option is to, well, empty your recycle bin and then it takes them off of your card for sure. Uh, option number two is instead of highlighting and then just dragging them over, instead actually highlight the file, hold the command key down and drag it over to your desktop and it moves instead of copying. Yeah. All right. And the other and the third option, of course, is to copy everything over. And then once you get your card back into your whatever device, such as uh, your portable recorder, your, uh, you know, Kodak ZI8 camera, uh, what you can do is just go in and format the drive. You, most of these devices have a, uh, a feature to format the SD card. And so that's an option as well. But as far as thumb, as far as uh, thumb drives, not an option. You have either are going to have to empty your recycle bin or you're going to have to move those documents over. And I imagine if you've already copied the documents over and they have been quote unquote made invis- invisible on a USB stick drive or a removable USB drive, your only option at that point is to actually empty your recycle bin. Yeah. See, I might keep my, my recycle bin empty all times. Yeah. Or my trash bin, whatever. Yeah. It's just, I don't, I don't know why I've just always done it. As soon as I put something in there, I delete it. How does time machine keep a copy of your recycle bin? No, but it keeps If If it was on my desktop, it kept a copy of that. Right. <laughs> but I'll use time machine. Gotcha. I run pure until <laughs> until it bites me. No, right. I, I I back up stuff to a to a hard drive, but then I need I need to I don't know, I need some kind of cloud storage or Drobo or something. Right. Yeah. I'm, just not, I'm just not made of money, Cliff. Well, I know, but you will be because you're gonna you're gonna just ramp things up and take your uh, video production to another whole new level, right? I do have a project going on in San Francisco right now. Right. It's so, very cool. Fun, fun times. All right, so uh, we have a request. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, we've got some voice messages. Let's uh, let's go into some voicemails. You got time for this? Yeah, I got to hit the ample at some point, but yeah. All right, so I'll tell you what. Yeah, let's do three voice messages, and uh, and then we'll we'll go ahead and uh, take care of this. Sounds good. Come on, hey Cliff there and Chris, this is Eric Fisher, and uh, I just wanted to call in a report from my iOS four experience. I've got an iPhone three G, <laughs> and preparing for installing it, I did a uh, I declared app bankruptcy, basically deleted everything off the phone, and then did a complete restore. So it was a completely fresh phone, and then. Uh, at the moment iOS 4 came out, downloaded it, really quickly downloaded it because I was one of the first couple people, uh, installed it on the phone, and then put new apps back on and then reorganized them into folders and everything. Now that I've played around with it a bit, I think the one key thing for me is just it's hard for me to figure out and remember what I've put in each folder, but that's just going to take some time. Um, I love the fact that I've got everything on two pages at this point on my phone um, just because I wanted to spread it out a little bit more than just on all on one page um, a lot of people have said 3G doesn't get you know all the benefits and whatever and that's true but the unified inbox awesome um, the not having a background wallpaper eh don't really care um, 
obviously no multitasking, but again, not a deal breaker for me. I am seeing, however, something I've had no problems whatsoever, um, unlike other people, I guess. But here's something that I've not seen anybody else mention. I'm getting amazing battery life off this thing now. It used to be where at the end of the day, from starting off with a completely charged phone, at the end of the day, by using it throughout the day, I'd be at least near my 20% warning. Yesterday, I wasn't anywhere near halfway and had been using it the same as, as usual. So I don't know what's going on there, but it's giving me better battery life. So I'm completely happy with iOS 4 and my iPhone 3G at this point. Not to mention the fact that I have the iPad and I just put up my blog post for week one review of my first week with the iPad at Eric with a K, J F I S H E R dot com. Thanks and look forward to hearing your happy giddy reviews of your iPhone 4s. All righty. Thank you so much, Eric. Uh, as far as happy giddy uh, reviews of iPhone 4s, I want to say that I have a couple things that. I mean, obviously, I am happy, giddy. I love this thing. It, it's totally awesome. Get uh, you know, but again, fair and balanced here uh, is what you get from me. And I want to say that multitasking, uh, in my opinion, they didn't do it right. Uh, what multitasking is not right? No, no. I think it's perfect. No. Oh, perfect! Come on, seriously, seriously. Heck yeah, dude! If you ever use multitasking on the Android, it's a plate of hot mess. All right. Well, here's what I'm talking about. Um, every single application I close goes into this um, multitasking suspended state. So, so basically, I double click my home button, and I mean, it's just, I have an endless number of icons. And, and yes, I know I can delete them, but man, I, I've got a I've got a double tap, <laughs> and then I got to hold for a couple seconds, and then I got to tap to close, 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 tap. I never close, even tap used to close. Thick. I forget it's there. I just go back into my apps the way I always have, and it it does the same thing. It, but it, I tell you what, I I'm I'm a I'm a multitasking. I, I like things to be zero. I like things to be zero, and and uh, you know I'm sitting there. It's like I want it to basically. I I want I want to be able to tell it to to close some apps. There are some apps I don't want running in the background. They're not running in the background. Well, I, I, I don't even want them to be in a suspended state. Okay. That's what they're I'm not, saying. They're not taking up anything, though. That's I, the thing. I, they are. They're taking up space in my little tray of, <laughs> sus, of items that are suspended. For example, you know, the, the, this is what I, it's the same thing with my dock. On my dock, you know, I, I close a program. I don't want the little dot saying that, hey, this, thing, this program's here and it's waiting for you. You know, anytime you want to come back, it's here, it's open, it's ready. That is different, though. That is different because those are actually running. I understand. But these are in a completely suspended, you know, frozen Walt Disney state. I get that. (laughs) All right. But I just don't want a bunch of Walt Disney's on my phone. I do. I like them. They're my friends. I don't like um, it. Yeah, I honestly (laughs) ignore that whole thing down there. Um, Let's see if I I was. I found my title for today's show, though. Say one, two, three, four. I don't want five, six, seven, eight, twelve, sixteen. Yeah, I have eighteen of those things down at the bottom. With apps I haven't ran in a few days. So how many do you I have? don't know. I the way I have my phone set up now is so awesome. Everything's two taps away. Yeah, it it's two taps away. But if you want to clear that out, 
<laughs> it's just you know 32 taps away i know but what i'm saying though is for me to switch an application it's it take it's less physical hitting things to just go to the app all over again than it is to go down to that little bar and swipe around right. i just ignore it but that's just me yeah Anyway, I just You're thought I'm retentive, Cliff. I it's it's obsessive compulsive actually. And I yeah, that too. I I I just I'm just saying. Yeah, my, right. my wife's the same way, man. I, I know what it's like. I live with one and it's 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 never ending bliss. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> just in case she's listening. The other thing <laughs> the other a couple other things that uh you know, I was sitting there trying out last <laughs> week, tried live to do uh FaceTime during the show. And turns out that I didn't have this FaceTime button anywhere on my phone. And it's, yeah, it threw me it threw me for a loop too. You had to go in and tr- and activate it. Yeah, which I think is stupid. It's not the best design. So so what do you have to do? You have to go into settings, then you go to general. No, where where was it at? I can't settings remember. phone. You have to go to settings, then you have to go to phone. And then there's a little thing underneath your number where it says FaceTime and it's by default. Mine was turned off and, mine you, have was to turn, too. and you have to turn it on <laughs> and then it, t- it can take about 20, maybe 30 or 45 minutes at times to get that thing activated. And then once it's activated, though, you never have to do it again. Right. But still ridiculous. OK, I didn't like that. Uh, and so therefore, if, for example, my mom was to go out and get an iPhone four. And she gets it home and she wants to immediately check it out because that's the feature she wanted most to be able to talk to the grandkids. Guess what? Mom, call me. Go ahead. You got to do this. No, click. The, no, mom. Click. Tell, call me from another phone and then I'll walk you. OK, mom, thanks for calling me on the other phone. OK, click this. Now click this. Now click this. Now wait about 45 minutes. Call me from the phone and we'll see it if we can a, do it. It took then. that long for you? It took like yeah, it seconds did. for me. No, it, it took that long. It took about 25 oh. minutes. But I would say, mom, call me back in 45 minutes. Then we can use the phone the way that you <clears throat> saw on the commercial. Well, the thing is, once you hit that button, mm-hmm. um, and you can also, I can also initiate a call with someone who hasn't flipped that over yet. You can, um, yeah, but no, the thing is, I've had people who had initiated it. They tried to initiate a call with me, and it still oh, wouldn't okay. work. No, it do, no, that, it has to be activated. What it does, though, and when you do that, it registers your your cell phone number as a unique identifier in their system. So now, when now once it's activated, if you're in airplane mode, uh-huh. you can get a call still, as long as you're on Wi-Fi, right? Because it associates that number with it. That's basically like your iChat account name is now your phone number on this system. Say, say that again. So if I'm on Wi-Fi, yep. And I what? It, you don't need to establish the phone call first anymore once you register with Apple okay. for FaceTime. It, it, but it associates the. It, what it does though is it, it your phone number is a, uni- a unique number that no one else has. So it associates that as your ID. So you know my my FaceTime ID is you know eight five nine blah 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 blah. And um, What's cool though is once you're registered, as long as you're on Wi-Fi, you can have no cell phone signal. You can be on an airplane in an air, you know, in an airplane mode. Your cell phone radios are turned off, and you're on Wi-Fi only, and still get a FaceTime call. That's pretty cool. It is very cool. And I, I did one with a buddy of mine. He was on the beach in South Carolina yesterday, and he calls me up just to show me the beach, and it was it was awesome. And I hated him at the same time because I wanted to be there drinking a mai tai with him. 
right? Well, it was pretty sweet, though. But you understand what I'm saying, though. I think. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I yeah. Still there, there's no is, reason that should be off by default. Yeah, and and I'm understanding. Some people are saying that it wasn't off by default for them, but it was for me and for every other person that I've ever talked to, except for one other person. I think what I've read, uh, and the reason for this is, um, if you have an iPhone 3G or 3GS and have I- iOS 4 on it. Um, it flipped that bit in in your settings. You know when you back up your phone, yeah. that the FaceTime was off because you don't have FaceTime. You know, yeah. So when you put on <clears throat> your iPhone four, when it restored from a from a three G or three GS that was running I- iOS four, it just assumed that setting carried. It, it just carried that setting over. Huh. So anybody knew it's getting the camera. You know, like switching from Sprint or or whatever, getting that phone out of the box, brand new FaceTime's on by default, right? So now, and and that that's something that they could easily, you know, fix in like a an iTunes update that'll just fl- keep that bit flipped open uh, for yeah. next time. But yeah, it, th- there's been a bunch of little little weird issues. Uh, it just shows that Apple really really rushed to get you know 1.7 million phones in the hands of people in a in a really short amount of time. Right, and then um, the one thing I noticed, and again, this is just, this isn't iPhone four related, but it just I, I'm still shocked that we don't have the ability to add a few more different incoming text message alerts. You know, you're you're in a room with 15 people, and there are what seven, eight different alerts that we can all choose from, and you know, six of them are ridiculous. And so everybody get, you know, somebody's phone goes off with a text message and everybody pulls their phone out of the pocket. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah that's, it, that, that's, and that's the thing. If, if you can change your ringer, which, you know, I, I changed my ringer. Um, if you can change your ringer, you should be able to change that. You should be able to get custom, custom alerts. And I, I God, I still hate the way they do the, the pop-up um, status message. Right. Man, there's got to be a better way to do that. There's got to be a better way. Alrighty, and uh, I'll tell you what, we'll save everything else for next week. How's that? Because I know you've got to get some work done. and uh, I got to get getting. I got to get, stack that paper. Awesome. As the rap artists say. Right. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for staying tuned and staying subscribed to the Help I Got a Mac podcast, also known as Cliff's Got a Gripe Against Apple this week. Podcast. It's all right, though. But, uh, you know, hey, I, I call it like it is, and I share what my experiences are, both good and sometimes bad. I'm going to try to get more uh, review-type stuff, like I got that case. I'm going to try to get more stuff like that from people so I can start doing more reviews. Very cool. Hey, do you guys want to get an episode every single week of Help I Got a Mac? I can tell you how. How, Cliff? Become a gspn.tv plus member that's right head over to gspn.tv slash plus you get an episode every single week of this awesome goodness known as the help i got a mac podcast i mean who doesn't want to hear chris biting every single week well you can (laughs) my friends you can and you get access not only to every episode of help i got a mac but you get every single episode of every podcast we produce, which is right now currently a minimum of 10 new episodes of podcasting content a week. And sometimes we've been known to put out as many as 20. That's because you're nuts. Because I am nuts. And you can help fund my insanity by becoming a Plus member over at gspn.tv slash plus. Anyway, folks, thank you for listening. Until next time, we encourage you 
to join the community.